I'd like to tell you about a couple of fellas I met while briefly residing in the American heartland in Wisconsin some ten years ago. The names were Fecal and Anal, Fecal being an old family name and Anal the sort of intercourse their daddy, an assistant manager at the Gadsden, Alabama Department of Motor Vehicles enjoyed most. They'd moved up to Dairyland some months before I arrived to look for work. Fecal is a spoon lift driver, he couldn't pass the forklift vision test, and Anal is a dental hygienist at the big Harley-Davidson plant in Anaconawanamak. They supplemented their incomes by setting up what I guess you might call a boutique coal mine in their backyard. Once having it a good scrub, they'd sell their beautiful clean coal at crafts fairs. I met the brothers at the Bratwurst and Brewski Drag Bar where I was supplementing my own income by lip-syncing the hits of Joni Mitchell in the prom dress. It was humiliating work, but honest. The boys complimented me on my legs, and it didn't take long for us to discover our common interests in far-fetched conspiracy theories, Scandinavian death metal, Jesus, and the mediocre legal fiction of John Grisham, whom Fiegel claimed to have dated for some months after Alabama rewrote its sodomy laws in 1996. When Donald G. Trump announced in 2015 that he was going to run for president, both Fecal and I volunteered to threaten to burn crosses in folks' front lawns if they didn't adorn them with Make America Great Again signs. Anal's original preference was for Bernie Sanders, but then he found out the Vermont senator was Jewish and a socialist and had an unpleasantly hectoring oratorical style. So he switched his allegiance to Mrs. Clinton and was beaten unconscious by some of the fellows at work for his trouble. During the three and a half weeks he was in a coma, he read all the Grisham legal thrillers he'd heretofore or even heretofore missed, and became the unwitting poster boy of the persecuted snowflake wing of the Democratic Party. When he regained consciousness, he shocked everyone by pronouncing himself a Trump man all the way. He couldn't help but admire a man who would lust openly after his own daughter in one breath and assure voters that he had a normal-sized procreative organ in the next. As the campaign progressed, the boys and I began to grow apart as I was excited by the merger of Senator Tom Cruise and the disgraced businesswoman Carly Fiorina, whose hit record You're So Vain I'd enjoyed so much in the 1960s, or whenever the heck it was. I pointed out that at his rallies, Mr. Trump rarely made any sense at all. Fecal pointed out that John Lennon's song, Come Together, was pretty fucking nonsensical in its own right, but that hadn't kept me from asking that it be played at my first wedding to a bilingual art teacher from Miami with legs almost as pretty as my own. I said he had a point on the top of his head. And the brothers, whose mother turned out to have died of pointy-headedness a week before Anal's birth, beat me into unconsciousness. I guess I'm made of less stern stuff than anal, because I didn't do a lot of reading while comatose, though I did learn a few words of Spanish, the language of rapists who bring drugs and crime to this great country of ours, but who, in some cases, are good people. I sometimes wonder why American male academics favor corduroy sports jackets with fake leather patches on the elbows. Are their desks more abrasive than yours and mine? Not that that has thing one to do with fecal and anal, neither of whom is an academic. Truth be told, I don't think either of them can even read. America's favorite elderly 